What's up, witches? How's it going, guys, gals, non-binary pals? I'm Abby. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a Hufflepuff. I'm Sarah. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, my God, we did it. <laughs> now i got to find my trivia question. Okay. I'm really prepared for so much. Okay, so you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Let's see if I can. Okay. <clears throat> now, this isn't very well known. And I'm not going to ask you a question. Instead, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um. So when Harry and Hagrid are going down to their vaults, uh-huh. they go to Vault 713. Yeah. Little do most of the Harry Potter people know is that two to the right or the left in Vault 711, that was Sirius Black's vault. Uh-huh. It gets even worse. On page 711 is when Sirius actually dies. Shut the fuck up. There's 700. How many pages are in Order of the Phoenix? That's a good question. I didn't actually check the legality of this. (laughs) Um, That's just what I read on BuzzFeed, I think. (laughs) Oh, my God. But when I read that, I was like, holy shit, it sounds right. (laughs) Abby's about to prove me wrong, and I'm about to relook this up. (laughs) Where is that? 766. And what page did you say? Seven Eleven. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It could be. Yeah, that's like we'll cover that in a few books, <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll really tell you guys for yes. real if it's <laughs> legit. If anybody remembers this? I did write it down on my randomness page. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll see if I remember we'll that too. See if that remembers. <laughs> I love that. Well, I do have a question for you. Okay. Who tricked? Who tried to trick Harry into falling in love with him with a love potion? I got to think about this one because I always want to say Rowena. Okay. That's not helping. Harry Potter is the podcast that we are playing for you. Wow, 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 wow. Fuck, I can't think of her name. Ramilda Vane. You better Damn it. That was good enough. Thanks. Hey, hey. It was beautiful. And you know, I actually just watched a little gif or yeah, a gif of uh that scene where Hermione's like because you hit me really hard. Oh what? Oh, it's this uh like blooper where um, she's like, she's only talking to you yeah. because she thinks you're the chosen one. I am the chosen one. And then she hits him with a yeah. newspaper and you just see her back kind of like shrink. <laughs> and Dan's like, are you laughing? Cause you hit me harder than you meant. So she's like, yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's awesome. I've never seen that. Oh, it's so sweet. It's so pure. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? I know. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, what are you watching or listening to right now? What am I watching? So I finished Never Have I Ever season two, which is nice. a Netflix show uh, created by Mindy Colling. Yes. It is a coming of age story about a girl whose father previously, he passed yeah. away a couple months, a year or so ago. Oh, I didn't know that. And it is, she's just like, you know what? I'm going to lose my virginity. Oh, and no, wait, how old is she? <laughs> 16. Okay. It's all high school based. Yeah. <laughs> um, and more things ensue from that. Yeah. It is so good. Is it? I will say if you are looking for, it's a quick 30 minute comedy. There are sad moments. 
the season one finale bawled my motherfucking eyes out. Oh, it crap. Was so sad. But it's so good. Never yeah. have I ever. I'm going to write that down. Um, we watched Barb and Star go to Viesta Del Mar, which is a Kristen Wiig, Annie, what's her last name? Not Murphy, because that's, oh, okay, I was never going to get that last name. Mumalo? Um, do you remember in Bridesmaids? Oh, yeah. Like, I know who she is. Oh, okay. She's fucking hilarious. She's great. So, so talented. The witches and wizards, not who are listening Hip who don't know who it. she is. Um, <laughs> she is in the Bridesmaids scene where she's on the plane with Kristen Wiig. And she's like, I had a dream. The plane went down. You were there. <laughs> and she wrote yes, Bridesmaids. She is the co-writer. Yeah. Oscar nominated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, she wrote this along with Kristen Wood as well. Yes. Have Wig. you seen this? No, I haven't. It is one of the funniest movies I have ever seen in my life. As soon as you told me that you were watching it, you were like, bitch, you need to watch this now. Like, immediately I pulled it up on my phone. Yeah. And I watched the trailer there. And Chris was, like, watching Jeopardy or something. Yeah. He's like, what are you watching? <laughs> the things that they said in this. It's like when I watched Linda Belcher. I'm like, I've said that before. Matt tweeted. He's like, did my wife write this movie? Because it was so. Really? Yes. I didn't see that. It was incredible. I loved it. I can't wait to watch it again. It was so good. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow. You should. Um, And then we also watched, won't you, uh, will you be my neighbor? Oh, I don't know if I can watch that without crying like a big baby. So it's a documentary about, um. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And the first half of it, I was talking to my friend, Ellen, shout out Ellen. Um, she's like, oh, I feel like I cry too much during that. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, I cry a lot. And I haven't really cried at this. And I love Mr. Rogers. And then the second half of the movie, I cried the entire time. Oh, it was crap. so upsetting. <laughs> there were moments that were very frustrating, like the people who want to defund um, mm, PBS, PBS, Westboro Baptist Baptist church were they were on the opposite side of his of the street at his funeral shut up are you serious I swear to you I did not know that oh that's so frustrating inside Rogers is a bad person nah you are the worst person in the world the world like there's no way that you can think that pure man oh is bad okay I'm gonna watch this on Sunday Okay. Sunday, I feel like no kids are going to bother me because they have homecoming the day the night before. Yes. So they'll be sleeping. Yeah. I got to write this down. I'll send you the list. I'll just just send it to you. Thanks. I appreciate (laughs) it. I have a computer. I can do that. I have a computer, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What have you been watching? I finished Schitt's Creek. Nice. Girl, you told me I was not going to cry, and I cried. I don't think I cried. I definitely cried. Which is weird because I cried everything. I definitely cried. Um, yeah, it was very heartwarming. I know I'm like two years behind everybody else, but it was so sweet. And like the morning after the wedding, I just yes. cried so hard because mom and dad were leaving mm-hmm. and Alexis was going to leave. And it was very, it was very bittersweet. Yes. It was the perfect ending. Yes. I thought I did like that part. There were parts like that I didn't totally agree with, but. Oh, really? Which part? I don't feel like Patrick would have been totally fine with the happy ending. The happy ending. That part really surprised me. I was like, "It was very uh, funny." What? (laughs) 
But I feel like if there was more talk in earlier episodes about open sexual borders in the relationship. They kind of did, though. I feel like it should have been more. Because they talked about... Fuck, I'm going to forget everybody's name now. all right. Stevie? They talked about Stevie. Who was the guy that Stevie and... That one guy. Yeah. yeah. Because then I just watched another episode and Patrick... Yeah, you're right. They went to a party. Yep. And that guy was there. Yes. Having to drink a whiskey or whatever. Yes. Damn, I can't remember anybody's name. I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's here and there. But yeah, maybe a little bit more, but... I loved it. I thought it was so funny. I did like it. It was. Yeah. You are my Mariah Carey. You are my happy ending. (laughs) So sweet. Um, Liz, Um, I don't know for Halloween or just for fun, she dressed up as Moira (gasps) during the wedding. Yes. With the like headdress thing. Everything. Oh my God. Also, speaking of Liz, Joe texted me today. Yeah. And he's like, finally catching up on podcast you know as often as we talk about him he needs to be current you need to be current with the episodes rude okay i gave you life and we are no longer um, shouting you out you are no longer my number three (laughs) almost caught up with the pod you and sarah 1000 percent should come up to indy and you uh you two and me and liz should totally hang out and i was Uh, like okay done 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 I have plans tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Saturday. Yes. Um, Lisey's story. Finally mm-hmm. finished that up. Nice. That was really good. Um, so we had to wait to finish it because we were watching it with my youngest daughter. Right. And she's like a big, like, murderino slash scary movie mm-hmm. watcher. Uh, so we had to wait to come back from vacation to watch it with her and then... Just schedule conflicts, man. Yeah. So we finally watched it. Um, I will say after waiting four weeks to watch the very last episode, it was a little anticlimactic. <laughs> right. You should have watched like the... I should have watched it like as soon as we could, which that was. You should have but... watched the second to last episode, like rewatched it and then gotten to yeah. the finale. Yeah. Just so you can like, oh, that's what happened. Okay. No, we knew exactly what happened because mm-hmm. then we watched like the recap of everything. Mm-hmm. But then like... When did this come out? It came out a while. Somebody died immediately after, like, the start of the episode. Yeah. If they could have just dragged that out a little bit longer, that'd be great. (laughs) And because she's my murderino, we watched Extremely Evil and... Shockingly Wicked. There you go. Mm -hmm. We watched that last night. Yeah. Just me and her. Um, I'd already seen it, so I already mm-hmm. knew everything, but, um... Was this her first toe into the water of Ted Bundy? She already knew about him, and okay. she knew what he did, but she didn't know details. Okay. Because there's, like, bite marks and mm-hmm. cutting of anatomy mm-hmm. that she was like, <gasps> you know? Like, I, like ugh. I clench up anytime I hear She, yeah. So, um, next up, we're going to watch the Netflix docuseries that came out last year mm-hmm. about Bundy yeah so she and I are gonna watch that Sunday okay yeah I would say oh you need to watch that Night Stalker one I know you have yeah I don't know if I want her I don't want to know that she is watching the Night Stalker I one. won't tell you <laughs> okay I'll just tell our listeners <laughs> no. <laughs> she, no once I heard all of your children say fuck off 
to the other children, I was like, okay, well, they're yeah. no longer... Why don't bring I know. growing old? I know. I feel super old when they do that. Yes. And, like, I can't... You know, like, as a parent, you can scream all you want at a child to not do something. Mm-hmm. And that is oh, for fucking sure that they're going to do it more. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like... Said, like, don't do your homework. Well, now I'm going to do my homework even harder. Uh, Never was that. No. So I, I had to be... Child, that's what I'm doing. I had to be very careful about what i yeah. say don't do that yes. too also, i say um what do i say well we call be each nice. other like <laughs> bitch all the time yes and like i ha- i have a very close relationship with my dad mm-hmm. as do you mm-hmm. and i tell dad all the time like fuck off <laughs> like, yeah those are my favorite mm-hmm. phrases shut the fuck up shut yeah, the fuck shut up, the fuck up. <laughs> I do I say, say that. Say that more much. to my husband. <laughs> I say that to a lot of people, and I really need to cool it. <laughs> First of all, you could fuck off. That's also, something else that I always mm-hmm. I used to say it more to the kids to embarrass them. I said the state vagina. Oh hell yeah! Guess who I had a phone call with today? Oh, the vagina people. I had a phone call with my Virginia people, oh. and it was very difficult to say Virginia. Virginia. I remember, All 27 times. I remember the very first time Alexa, which is your oldest, said vagina to me. I <laughs> looked at her and she goes, mommy says it that way. And I go, bitch, I told mommy how to say that. She got that from me. It was so funny. Because I remember being in econ class in high school. And um, uh, for the listeners, she's not like 12. Okay? No. All, all my kids call me mommy. Yes. Because <laughs> I told them that me. they're not allowed to call me mom. I told them. (laughs) Well, they were like ten, and they're like, "Um, "Mommy, how old do we have to be to call you mom?" I was like, "Uh, "When you die, Jesus." (laughs) Or maybe I said, "When after I die." (laughs) I'm like, "No, you're not allowed to call me mom, like ever." And they're like, "Oh, okay, (laughs) sorry." I said it like in a joking way, (laughs) like, uh, "You're not allowed to get older (laughs) and call me mom." I, even when they call me Abby instead of Aunt Abby, I was like, Ugh, I know, because okay. I call our aunts and uncles just by their first yeah, name now. But I don't want them to call me that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mommy. <laughs> I'm mommy. It says it right here on my birth certificate. <laughs> exactly. This is mama. That was her yeah. given name. <laughs> yeah. What are you listening to? Anything? Bunch of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to shout out? Um, I'm listening to Sinisterhood right now with mm-hmm. a Murdoch mm-hmm. family. I read it in a magazine, mm-hmm. um, but man, they did not go into that much detail the as they didn't. did. Yeah, Sinisterhood is great. They Holy go into so much shit. detail. Yeah, I feel like I'm I was like floored. Like first, I thought I was like, I read another magazine article. Mm-hmm. I was like, maybe that's a different story that I read. Yeah, but then when we finally got to like the the actual crimes, yeah, I was like, oh, all of that backstory is actually pretty important to what yeah. we're talking about now because now it just changed the entire story yeah 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 it's so good i'm only like i still have like 30 minutes left in this episode too in the first part it's the first part at least <laughs> i started to listen to this i told you off air i started to listen to it and then i was like this is too many names right now i had to stop <laughs> if i like have focus if i have the magazine still because i do usually <gasps> yes. keep them 
Um, I did just purge a bunch of magazines. Okay. Um, but if I do have it, then I'll let you have it. Okay. Just so you can at least put a face to all of yeah. these. Because that helped me out a lot. I know. Well, it's literally upstairs in my living room. Okay. If we have time. Jesus Christ. What? I'm on a group chat and they won't. They're just like. The amount of times that I have to just take my watch off and like put it to yeah. the side. I'm like, I'm not doing this right now. Um, I just listened to Let's Get Haunted. It's most current episode. Mother, oh. let me tell you. I haven't listened to it yet. It was Wait, unbelievable. Remind me what you- It was about the curse of the Scottish play. Yes. I listened to that. I sent it to the group chat of the Fab Four because I'm like, you guys need to listen to this. I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but you got to listen to this because we were all theater kids growing up. It was so good. I'm going to listen yeah? to it again because I love it so much. <gasps> okay. I'm starting it tomorrow because okay. tomorrow I'll finish up Sinisterhood mm-hmm. and then I'll be able to, but I also really need to watch Hammy's Tale. <laughs> I have a lot to do tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday, and- but um, so the kids have homecoming Saturday. Yes. Chris and Darcy are in Chicago Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping that all the older kids are like off getting ready and doing teenage stuff. So mm-hmm. then I can relish in my Sarah, which I feel like Sunday is going to be all about me. And it's awesome. Do it. Heck yeah. I have an itch. Yeah. Me too. This sports bra is so fucking tight. I've been wearing it all day. And like, like I'm a like sausage casing. <sighs> I was like full on scratching like the under of my boob today at and work. Then, at work, and then I was like, "Oh, there's somebody coming!" <laughs> Hang on, I'm not done. I'm like, there you are. <laughs> Look away. Look away, Megan. <laughs> so this is uh, till the very end. This is a Harry Potter podcast. We talk about Harry Potter. Shit. We do. I promise. Um, Eventually. Eventually. We We're like probably like two first. hours in. <laughs> <laughs> no. Only maybe. 20 minutes. Um, okay. So we go alternating episodes um, of who covers what. Um, this is Abby talking right now. Sarah, it's okay. Don't get scared. <laughs> Wait, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any of my shit pulled up. <laughs> That's all right. That's what we're talking to, to fill time. Also, we can always take a break. We were on a break. Um, Please hold. <laughs> This is Abby talking still. Um, We go in and just dive into the chapter, talk about theories, um, random things that we thought about while we talked about uh, or that we noticed in the chapter. You know, just all all kinds of different stuff. Things that just make us go, hey. Did you know? Jinx. (gasps) They mentioned in a Let's Get Haunted episode that I was listening to partially today. That about having the same brain because no. we are definitely on the same brain wave this week. I have it's a theory about that. Fucking creepy. What, I think it's because we're we're hanging out so much now. That too. Um, their theory is that the Jinx was created by the Coca Cola company because it's Jinx owe me a Coke, mm-hmm. and they were like that'll up our uh, our Coke sales. And I I enjoy listening to conspiracies. I'm talking like. JFK killed mm-hmm. by the mafia. I'm not going to QAnon level. Of oh my god! Because it's not conspiracy. That's just the ramblings of a mad person. Um, I, I don't even know all of the details to that because I'm like I just can't. I don't want to subject myself to that. There's a docu series. There's on no, Hulu. That's yeah, very good. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, but it's just the ramblings. Oh. I could get on board with that conspiracy though. 
Veronica and I, we used to say, Jinx, Rokey Pokey, Yummy Cokey. Yes. I thought that was like a common phrase for a very long time. (laughs) Rokey Pokey, Yummy Cokey. (laughs) Those are not real words that people say. They are not. Um, That's what we said, though. (laughs) I may cut this. My thinking is, because I don't get a period anymore because I have an IUD. Do you still get cramps? Yes. Oh, damn. Every so often. Because I was this close to calling up my doctor. Do it. Well, I'm on birth control now. Yes. But we'll see for how long. So my thing is that, you know, when a women hang out together, their we periods all sync always up. get synced up. Oh, yeah. And my body is like, well, we're not getting synced up with her because we're not having periods. So instead, let's sync up your mind together. Ooh, That's my theory on why we're maybe. I asked Michelle once, who's married to a woman, I was like, are your periods synced up together? Yeah. And she's like, no, because we are both the alpha and neither one of us will beta to the other one. <laughs> That's a good, healthy relationship. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, also, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. No, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I know more. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. laughs> I could totally oh, get God. that. Sorry. I'm trying to get comfortable. Before we get in, I'd like to yes. address the elephant in the room. The Let's talk about transphobic elephant. the author. As with every chapter, we want to address the author. She is a bigot, plain and simple. What she said against the LGBTQ community was pure hatred. It was sad, vile, and beyond frustrating. We had such a loyalty built towards her, but now in reflection, I believe it was in the books and community. Know that we love you and we are here for you. You are loved. You are strong. You are capable. You are valid. We began this podcast not only with excitement, but with extreme caution. We hope you continue with us, the magic, and the community until the very end. Love it. Love you. Love all y'all. Oh, don't say (laughs) y'all. The look that what I just is got. our rule? <laughs> rule number one. No making fun of each other. Rule number two. Yes, and. <laughs> Three. Don't assume that the other one knows what you're talking about. Yes, and. Yes, and. And don't yuck my yum. <laughs> what? Don't yuck my yum. Like if I'm like, I like running, then the other person shouldn't be I've like, fuck running. Before. They say it on Sinisterhood. When? Christy I've says it all the time. Heard that. Christy says it. She's like, I'm not trying to yuck on someone's yum. Never. But wow. Maybe I don't like that phrase, so I just don't hear it. Maybe. All right. I'll like. You find it in an episode. I'm gonna screenshot it. You're gonna screenshot the this? audio. <laughs> all right, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So we are gonna be covering the very last chapter in book one. What? We're already here. Chapter um. 17. The man with two faces. First of all. Right off the bat, want to talk about the chapter title. Love it. It's because it is literally a man with two faces and he has had a secret life this whole time. Yep. He is definitely two faced. He is that two faced son of a. Quirrell is a (laughs) fugly slut. Also, not trust her. I can't say your name very well. Curly. No, his first name. Oh, no. Queerness. Queerness. Would your parents think you that? Yeah. What? Two-Face. He's got cues on both sides. <gasps> I, 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 I cracked the code, motherfuckers. Okay. 
so chapter 16 ended with Harry opening the door and seeing that there was someone there. To the seventh obstacle. Fuck off. Was it really? Yeah. That's why I was like, this is the first obstacle, people. This is the second. And then this is the seventh obstacle. I'm not going to lie. And I apologize to you. I did not put that together. Let me pull up my notes real quick. I'm going to name them off. No, you're good. I'm just going to go through them real quick. So one was the trap door. Yes. Two. Devil snare. Was devil snare. Three. The key. Four. Chess. Yes. And then. Five. No, the. the We're missing one. Oh, yeah. The troll. And then the. I almost said the lotion. The potion. Lotions. It's always important to test out which one. Which one is going to give you the greasiest skin. Gross. Which one is going to break out your skin. It's important to know. It is important to know. And then you have the. After the potion, then it's seventh, which is the mirror. Okay. There you go. Yeah, right? Seven. Because that's a number. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That's everywhere in this book. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. Read this before? (laughs) Am I ingesting anything that I've ever read? I'll be I'll be super honest. I didn't catch on to that until I was writing my summary. Yeah. Because I was like, man, this is a lot. And in the books or in the movie, we only saw five. So then I was like, wait a second. One, two, three, four, seven. Son of a bitch. (laughs) There's seven of them. Did you want to call me? But you're like, damn it, I can't call her to tell her. (laughs) Yes. The amount of times where I'm like, fuck, I wish I could tell Sarah this right now. (laughs) You couldn't. I might forget. (laughs) Very true. I will remember. Well, I fucking told you last week to your face and you didn't even catch on to it. To be fair, you did not say it outright like that. You said like, this is the second one. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm, yep, two. (laughs) Maybe, yeah. You said it much more in a layman's terms. Yes. Literally. Honestly, I probably meant to say we're coming to the seventh one. Mm -hmm. But then we probably got off on like some tangent, went off left field and... Like we're doing right now. Let's start up. Harry enters the room and is surprised to see not Snape or even Voldemort, but instead Professor Quirrell. (gasps) Shocker. What? Quirrell tells Harry without a stutter and in a cold tone that he is the one who tried to kill Harry by jinxing his broom. But had Hermione not knocked him over, he would have succeeded and could have accomplished it even earlier if Snape had not been muttering a counter curse trying to save Harry. Quirrell then, uh, Quirrell says that Snape cannot prevent Harry's death now, then snaps his fingers, causing ropes to wrap tightly around Harry. Quirrell then tells Harry that he, uh, left the troll in on Halloween, and that Snape went to the third floor to try to head him off that night. First off, fucking Oscar to Quirrell for keeping up a stutter for that long? We thought that was that good of an actress. Quirrell is like... Holy shit. Yeah. Incredible. Also, it's kind of a dick move. Like, don't fucking pretend to do a stutter. Yeah. But. You could have just said, like, oh, I went abroad and now I got this accent. Obviously, but not. Well, he's trying to be, like, he's trying to look like a pushover. Yes. Yeah. Which that is, yeah. To keep it up all day, every day for, what, like, ten months? Yes. That's bonkers. Yes. Uh... Harry then notices that the mirror of Ezred is behind Quirrell. Quirrell Quirrell examines it, knowing that this must be the key to finding the stone. In the stone's reflection, Quirrell sees himself handing the stone to Voldemort, but isn't sure how to get the stone. 
how does what does it look like? Like, is he seeing Voldemort in a full body, or does he holding the stone be like, here it is, and like putting his okay. hand behind, or is he like flipping around? He's like, then look at it. It's like Voldemort how a dog. can see <laughs> yes. in the mirror. I've got it. <laughs> it's like how a dog like chases yeah. his tail. Look, there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. <laughs> that must be how he's doing it. Yeah. Harry decides that he needs to keep Coral distracted from the mirror, so he keeps talking to him, asking about uh, that time that Coral was crying in a classroom. And Coral tells Harry that sometimes he is too weak to follow his master's orders, and that his master has taught him that, quote, there is no good in evil, there is only power in those too weak to see it. Hmm. Mm, uh, I think there is good in evil. I think you just described evil <laughs> yeah harry asked um was he in the classroom was he in the classroom with you to which quarrel quietly says that he is with him wherever he goes when i was listening to this on the drive to work no from work to you mm-hmm. i saw this in a completely different way where i'm like quarrel you are in such a toxic relationship right now oh yeah like this is an abusive fucking relationship like, you can't go anywhere without me knowing. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's some real fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, a GPS on my broom. Seriously. I will hang out with my friends when I want to. Yes. Uh, it does make me... So, Coral was Muggle Studies teacher mm-hmm. before this. And then he actually went in search of Voldemort mm-hmm. when... Um, he found him. Yeah, he did. Like, congratulations. You achieved your goal. But I'm like, okay, what was the sudden change from teaching muggle studies to hating muggles that much mm-hmm. that you want Voldemort to rise to power? That's impressive, really. Yes. I'm still so confused by that huge change. Yes. Well, my question is, when did does he have to put in paperwork to change his, like, department that he teaches like mm-hmm. was he already going to go to data beforehand yeah or was he going abroad and then came back and then he was like oh i need to switch i need to switch topics yeah <laughs> like what came first very true it does not say it does not say the world we are full of questions that will never be answered nope um, I met him when I traveled around the world. A foolish young man I was then. It was a year ago, Coral. Yeah. It was literally less than a year ago. Less than a year. Full of ridiculous ideas about good and evil. Lord Voldemort showed me how wrong I was. There's no good and evil. There's only power and those too weak to seek it. Since then, I have served him faithfully, although I have let him down many times. He has had to be very hard on me. Hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah. We would say very difficult with me. Difficult. I <laughs> don't like the word hard. I don't like the word hard. <laughs> it's too, it's too Somebody funny. said it to me today. I was like, difficult. See that word? <laughs> it's difficult. Coral shivered suddenly. He does not forgive mistakes easily. Jesus. When I failed to steal the stone from Gringotts, he was most displeased. He punished me. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to. He pummeled my ass. <laughs> Decided he would have to keep a closer watch on me. Quirrell's voice trailed away. Harry was remembering his trip to Diagon Alley. How could he have been so stupid? He saw Quirrell there that day. 
and shook hands with him in the leaky cauldron. He did not have a turban on. He did not. He did not have a stutter. He did not. Nope. He was totally, like, normal, quote unquote. What a dumb bitch. (sighs) You know, Harry picks up on a lot of stuff, and some things go right over that little head of his. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, same with Hagrid, too. I mean, like, you just saw him. Yes. And in a, lunch with him. a month, yes. within a month, yes. he changed this much and you didn't say anything about it. Yes. But at the same time, later on, when Harry is watching Snape's memories, uh-huh. Dumbledore does say to Snape, keep an eye on Quirrell, yeah. will you? So Dumbledore definitely knew that something was going on. Yeah. But I'm always very curious on like... Did you put him in this position to see how far he could yeah, get? or kind of like a test to him. Yeah, or like place Voldemort on a chessboard so you can checkmate him. You mm-hmm. know, kind of catch him in the act and hopefully get him back. Mm-hmm. But then why the fuck did you go to London? <laughs> you knew this was coming yes. up. We're coming to the end of the year. Something's going to happen because it hasn't happened yet. Yes, as terrible as Voldemort is, he always waits to the end of the school year. Thank God. He wants to get... Harry to get an education. God bless. God bless. God bless. Harry realizes that his deepest desire at the moment is to find the stone before Quarrel. So if he looks into the mirror, he should see himself finding it. Meanwhile, Quarrel is trying to figure out how to use a mirror. Specifically, he's like, is it back here? Do I break the mirror? Do I put it into different pieces? Yes. It's a fucking mirror, Quarrel. Yeah. Just look at it. Although, I mean, I can It is a seventh. Um, it is a difficult, uh, the difficult challenge. Yes. And if you asked me how mirrors work, I would not be able to give you an answer. No. Uh, there's some type of potion involved. And you <laughs> even, pour no, over like, a glass. No, just like even normal mirrors. Yeah. There's, I don't a, know. There's like a chemical process. Is there? It's just a piece of glass and you pour shit on top of it. I asked Matt once if you put... If you have a room that is filled, ceiling to floor, full walls around, and it's all mirrors, what does that room look like? And he's like, it looks like a mirror. I'm like, no, but what does it look like? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know how else to explain it to you. I'm like, will you draw me a fucking picture? I don't know what the room would look like. I actually like. watched a a reel on Instagram uh-huh. on how a mirror was made. No, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I don't want to know. I don't want to spoil that magic. Okay. Okay. I won't send it to Santa's you because there's no way I can mirrors. find it. It was years ago. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Before we called it reels. <laughs> it was a video. <laughs> it was a video. Uh, <sighs> meanwhile, Coral's trying to figure out how to use a mirror. He asks for help from Voldemort and to Harry's surprise, a voice whispers, use the boy. No, thank you. <laughs> Quirrell undoes the rope around Harry and Harry smells an odd odor while Quirrell is near him and Harry tells him to stand around Harry and tells him to stand in front of the mirror. Okay, I made a fucking joke a couple episodes ago about how Voldemort was probably like this turban fucking smells. And when I listened to that, I was like, oh my God, I don't remember this. I don't know if this was like a memory that's been repressed or if I was just like that good or what, but I'm going to say that's why he was yelling at him. I'm going to show you a picture real quick. Always. This is a picture of Professor Quirrell removing his turban on Harry Potter Wikipedia. We will put this on social. There's like fucking stinks. Yeah. It's like a a green vape coming off 
Yeah, he's really skinny. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of nose. That is a lot of nose. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. I know, right? Uh, he stands in front of the mirror. When Harry sees his reflection, mirror Harry smiles at real Harry and pulls out a blood red stone out of his pocket. When his reflection puts the stone back, Harry can feel the real stone drop into his pocket. But when Quirrell asks Harry what he sees, Harry quickly lies and says that he sees himself shaking hands with Dumbledore, that he's just won the house cup for Gryffindor. If you are ever in a job interview and they say, where do you see yourself in five years? The only answer is shaking hands with Dumbledore. I've just won the house cup. And this is weird, but this is exact. Isn't this what Ron says that he sees in the mirror? Um, He sees several things in the mirror. I know he's like Quidditch captain. Okay. Uh, good looking. He's by himself is a big one. Well, yeah. <laughs> Without many siblings. Yeah, yeah. you probably well, wouldn't be by yourself. Desired. Yeah. Voldemort's voice returns, demanding to see Harry face to face. Quirrell reaches up and undoes his purple turban and then turns around. The back of a, his head is a man's face. Voldemort's face. With glowing, nope, glaring red eyes and slits for nostrils. Voldemort tells Harry that he is a mere shadow and vapor. I have form only when I can share another's body, but there has always been those willing to let me get into their hearts and minds. Unicorn blood has strengthened me these past weeks. Your faithful quarrel drink. Oh no, you saw. You saw a faithful quarrel drinking for me in the forest. So it was quarrel drinking. It was. For. Voldemort. Yeah. But I still don't understand, like... I don't understand, like, how does the Voldemort, logistics of yeah. it. Yeah. Is it one of those, like, hat straws where you got yeah. the straws on both sides and yeah. it goes into the mouth? Or, like, you drink it, then you spit it into a cup, and yeah. then you hand the cup back to Voldemort, Voldemort behind you. But Voldemort doesn't have any hands, so he's got to, like, get a straw in himself. I don't yeah. know. There's a lot of... Again... Questions. Where are the answers? How, how did Somebody we do this? Somebody draw this out for me, please. Or because they do share a body. Yeah. Anything that Quirrell drinks. The nutrient. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a baby. Like a or the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both just so readily agreed. Yeah, yeah. parasite baby. Uh-huh. Either one of <laughs> those. <laughs> He's like, you know what the worst STD is? I know. I just a saw baby. the. <laughs> that shit follows you around for life. It does. And once I have the elixir of life, I'll be able to create a body of my own. And then tells Harry to hand over the stone that is in his pocket. How does he know this? Occlumency. Can he do it that week? Yeah. You can't even talk. You can't even talk right. I've talked. You can't even drink. You Without a bendy straw. I'm, yeah. I think he used that. Yeah. Because okay. I mean, you don't need any like appendages or anything to do this you just need your brain and eyes brains and eyeballs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's what they called me in high school they is didn't. that is it <laughs> no they called me a lot worse things which is why i say <laughs> fuck you guys <laughs> voldemort tells harry not to be a fool and better save his own life and join voldemort or harry will meet the same end as his parents dying while begging for mercy and to not let their deaths be in vain so in this section, Voldemort tells Harry that his father died first, that mm-hmm. James was the first to die out of the two of them. Mm-hmm. 
but he put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. In Deathly Hallows, we learn that James, like, answered the door when Voldemort knocked, and he didn't have his wand on him. Mm-hmm. So James... He did not answer the door. Well, Voldy I'm just, saying, like, walked right in. I'm saying, like, answered yeah, the door. He was there. Yes. To greet him. Um, welcome. <laughs> welcome to my household. <laughs> welcome to my cribs. Uh, my baby is in the crib. So James did not have his wand on him. So all I can hope that this was like was like a WWE fucking smackdown. That'd be cool. Because I know that James would probably beat up Voldemort or like yes. physical violence with him. Yes. Because he didn't have a wand on him. So that's Here's the like. bad news, oh, babes. God. What? Is that we do eventually see how they were killed. That Voldy just kind of walked in. He saw um, James yeah. and James screamed, he's here, take the baby. Yeah. Lily ran upstairs and he immediately killed James Potter. What I think he means by I put up a or he put up a good fight is that they had been fighting with Voldy and the Death Eaters mm. for so long. What was it like five years? I'm sure somebody will tell us in um, the order. Yeah. They were in the order for four or five years before Voldy actually caught up with them. Uh-huh. So during that time, he did put up a very good fight up against them, which is why he needed to kill them. Again, my first instinct is, how can we make this funny? WWE. <laughs> what the truth is? I will tell you, there is always a WWE fight going on in my living room. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent of the, the time. time. Yeah. It is fun. <laughs> Harry runs screaming, never! But Quirrell grabs him. But when he does so, pain shoots through Harry's scar and Quirrell lets go of him instantly. The skin on his hands burning. Quirrell keeps trying to grab Harry, but each time he tries, Quirrell's skin begins to blister at the touch, causing him to scream in agony. Voldemort tells Quirrell to kill Harry, but before Quirrell can pull out his wand, Harry realizes that he must keep Quirrell in enough pain to stop him from performing a curse. He grabs Quirrell by the arms and holds tight until Harry faints from the pain in his scar. So he just killed him. He did. Man, that's a sucky way to die, too. I think a fire mm. and drowning would probably be the worst ways to die. Yes. I don't know what we were watching, but it was like, would you rather um, die by firing squad or drowning? I'm like, fucking firing squad? Yes. You want to die by drowning? That's terrible. No. Yeah. The same as fire. Fire. fire you know like you're just so close to escaping but you just can't yes yeah chris and i were talking about that last night <laughs> just a little <laughs> bedtime how would you die we were watching some movie or tv show i don't even remember what we were watching now mm-hmm. yeah and he was like yeah that'd be the worst way <laughs> yeah yeah harry awakens in the hospital wing with dumbledore in front of him Harry tries to tell Dumbledore about the stone and that quarrel and you-know-who, and Dumbledore explains calmly that Harry's been out for three days and Quirrell does not have the stone. Man, what a nap. <laughs> three days. Oh, my God. You know what my reaction would be? Five more minutes? Yeah. Snooze? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is also when Vol- nope. When Dumbledore is like, Harry, call him by his name, Voldemort. And the whole uh, mm. fear of a name increases fear of the thing itself. So this is the moment when Harry finally is like, you know what? I'm going to call that motherfucker by his name. Yeah. Yes. Voldemort. 
Um, he tells Harry that the moment he arrived in London, he realized where he needed to be, which is where he just left and returned to Hogwarts. Thank God he probably operated and he didn't spend all that money in gas. Yeah, I'm a little confused by that part because Harry, Ron, and Hermione, they run trying to find Dumbledore. Uh-huh. And McGonagall's like, he's gone to yes, London. He already left. And if and he really truly operated. down the yeah, the then school. it should have been like a boom, he went to London, yeah. and like shit, boom, he's back in Hogwarts. Now, I will say, because you can't operate in But and out Dumbledore of can. No, he yes. can't. No. He says in like book five or something. No, he does that in movie six. In book six, when they go to the cave, they have to go to Hogsmeade mm. and get the broomsticks. And that's when they realized that Rose Myrta was probably under the spell because of how she was I alerted. could have sworn yeah. that somewhere it was written that he said being headmaster or being me has its perks. In the movie. Six. Really? Yep. I Damn. swear to God. I have to check up on I that later. I swear on Matt's life that I am right. Matt. <laughs> Sorry, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was ballsy. <laughs> well, I did the unbreakable vow at my wedding. That is true. Um, he, yeah, it's, he would have to go to Hogsmeade somehow. I don't know how fucking far Hogsmeade is. Grab a thrustral, man. Let's move. Let's fucking go. You know, someone's trying to find it right now. Call an Uber. (laughs) Let's get this shit going. You already know that Harry's there because he's just as much of a troublemaker as his dad. Yes. And you gave him a cloak to hide. Yes. Somebody's in trouble. He tells Harry that the stone is going to be destroyed because people cannot handle the possibility of gaining eternal life and infinite wealth. Mm. Harry continues wondering what happened to Voldemort. Dumbledore says that Quirrell has died because Harry murdered him. And Harry merely delayed Voldemort's return to power. Harry then asks why Quirrell couldn't touch him. Dumbledore explains that the kind of love and sacrifice that Lily made in uh, while dying for Harry gives the person some protection forever. Quirrell is, who is, quote, full of hatred, greed, and ambition, could not understand this love and could not touch Harry for this reason. And the sacrifice will be talked through the entire series and then really comes again um, after, like, at the Battle of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Harry sacrifices himself. Correct. And that's why Voldemort's spells don't stick i also have another theory on that Ooh, can't wait to hear that in three years <laughs> yep i just read it today and i was like son of a bitch it um, was mind-blowing oh now i'm gonna have to theorize on that theory for the next uh, three years <laughs> pretty can't much. wait to forget to tell you yes <laughs> harry then asks who left the invisibility cloak for him double door reveals that it was him oh here we hit an episode because now we're playing footsie. <laughs> Dumbledore reveals that it was him and that he thought it would be useful. Harry asks a final question, how he got the stone out of the mirror. Dumbledore explains that it was only someone who wanted to find the stone, but not actually use it, uh, would be able to get it. If someone wanted the stone, then they just see themselves drinking, making gold or drinking elixir of life. After Dumbledore leaves, Ron and Hermione visit Harry, happy to see that he is okay. Harry explains what happened to him before asking what happened to them. Hermione explains that they were able to get back, and as soon as they dashed into the Owlery, Owlery, 
Rural. <laughs> I fucking hate that word. The rural. They saw Dumbledore in the entrance hall, uh, who, who somehow knew that Harry had gone after the stone. Harry realizes that Dumbledore wanted to give Harry a chance, teaching him just enough to help them, the invisibility cloak, the information about the mirror, rather than stopping them. Um, so this is pretty much like starting the ever growing, like Dumbledore's just going to give Harry enough information so Harry can finish it out himself. Mm-hmm. Um, just like in Deathly Hallows with the three brothers and the Hallows. Mm-hmm. And I always like to imagine that in these scenes where Harry is trying to explain what Dumbledore is like getting him to think for. It's like that meme of uh, Charlie Day where he's like at the chalkboard and he looks like a crazy person. <laughs> yes. That is always how I imagine. And then Harry like, is like, like he's the guy from uh, The Hangover and he's got all the numbers like going yes, around Alan. him. <laughs> yes. Wait. <laughs> the next day, Harry gets one more visitor, Hagrid, who bursts into tears when he sees Harry and apologizes, saying that it's all his fault for telling Quirrell how to get past Fluffy. Harry comforts him, saying Voldemort wouldn't would have found a way anyway. Hagrid feels better and saying that he has a present for Harry, which is a leather-bound book of wizard photographs, all of which are of Lily and James. Hagrid had asked all their school friends for photos, knowing Harry didn't have any, and Harry is speechless with gratitude. Dude, that is the best present. It's very ever. very sweet. It is so sweet. And the fact that Hagrid thought of it yes. and then thought to ask all of the friends mm-hmm. for photographs. Which friends are there? Uh, a lot of them dead. died. All my friends are dead. Probably like Neville's grandparents or Neville's grandma. Yeah. She probably dead. had a mm-hmm. few. Um, all of Sirius <laughs> Black's family is. Um, Susan Bones, her parents were in there. I don't know if she- I mean, I think they're still alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah Abbott's parents. Susan oh. Bones' aunt dies. And then Tonks's family, her parents, mm-hmm. well, they probably had Black's some. Family too, oh, that's true. Just on the other side. Yeah. The good side. Yeah. <laughs> there is no good and evil, Sarah. Right. Only evil. <laughs> We're <people>. all evil. <laughs> oh. At the year-end feast, the Great Hall is decked out in Slytherin's color, silver and green. Silver and gold. Green. Silver and green. green. As Slytherin has the most points in the House Cup. Dumbledore arrives and begins a speech saying that he has a few last-minute points to award before the House Cup is awarded. Dumbledore awards 50 points to Ron for the best-played game of chess Hogwarts has seen in many years. And I love it, this part. Percy's like, that's my brother! That's my brother! <laughs> I know him. I taught him everything he so knows. Sweet. Even if he was like that, like, that's... That's such, okay. He's got such yeah. pride for his brother right Yes, there, and I love it. He also awards 50 points to Hermione for the cool use of logic in the face of fire. Literal fire. Because that fire was... Encompassing, yeah. encompassing the. It room. was encompassing the room. It was a compass. It was scary. Dumbledore awards Harry sixty points for pure nerve and outstanding courage. Gryffindor students give a roaring cheer. They are now tied with Slytherin for the House Cup. 
Lastly, Dumbledore awards 10 points to Neville for being brave to stand up to his friends. The quote, uh, what? You say yours first and then I'll say the mine. The quote of, uh, takes courage to stand up to our enemies, but even more to stand up to our friends, which is just so sweet. Can we all take a moment to realize that Dumbledore did this to Neville because it's something that he couldn't do to Grindelwald mm-hmm. when he was this age? Yes. So, because Dumbledore just kind of went with the flow for yep. a while He's until like, he was uh, pretty much forced to stand I up can't, to him. That dick is too good. Mm-hmm. We've all been there. <laughs> um, with this, Gryffindor wins the House Cup, and Dumbledore claps his hands to change the silver and green decorations to Gryffindor's scarlet and gold. The students enjoy the feast, and Harry is thinking that this is the best evening of his life. Uh-huh. So. I might be reading too much into this. I don't care. I'm going to talk about it anyway. Ron destroys the locket. Horcrux. Mm -hmm. Hermione does the cup. Mm -hmm. Neville does the snake. Mm -hmm. In that order. Ron gets the points. Hermione gets the points. Neville gets the points. Wait, where's Harry? <laughs> we got to take Harry out of the situation. He gets okay. the attention already. Okay. He does. <laughs> but I did like that it kind of mirrors each other. That's in true. The same order. And my notes read, other than Harry destroy- destroying a Horcrux and getting new points, the order of um, new points being awarded and Horcrux destroyed is the same order. Da, da, da. Maybe I'm reaching here, but I-D-G-A-F. I don't give a That fuck. is true. Now we have to like keep our eye out for the rest of the series yes. in what Mirrors order. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a really good um how each book mirrors another book except for Goblet, which is a yeah. standalone. Um, which I'll find and we'll put in the show notes. Um maybe we can cover that in the randomness and things we forgot yes. episode. Girl, that was so fucking loud. That was the biggest click in my was ear. Was it really? Yes. We can just cut that part. You know, Sorry. We were talking over the whole thing. Let's start that part over. No, it's fine. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so just had to get a chapstick. It was my chapstick. My lips are so my dry. Lips are so chapped right now. <laughs> oh, look! Now Abby has to do it. Except you got a weird witch finger on yours. Yeah, I talked about this. Yeah. Oh, yours was not loud. It's because mine is name brand for um, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, but it's all made on the same factory. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> Harry so. packs up his belongings with a bittersweet sense of finality. He and the other students board the Hogwarts Express and a few hours later arrive in King's Cross Station. Lots of students say goodbye to Harry and Ron makes Harry and Hermione promise to visit him over the summer. Fucking love. Vernon arrives to take Harry home. Ron and Hermione say goodbye, telling Harry to have a good holiday. Harry responds that he will, saying with a smile that the Dursleys don't know he's not allowed to use magic at home. Boom. And he's like, bitch. We about to have I'm a really a good summer. My cousin. Yes. <laughs> so, all right, book one done. Complete. Yay. Yes. Um, I want to go over a few things. Okay. Now that we're at the end, I want to kind of do like a very quick summary of one, the spells that we learned this book. Okay. Levitation. Mm-hmm. Wingardium Leviosa, the unlocking charm, which I'm is. There you go. The Thieves' Curse. Yes. Leg Locker Curse. Mm-hmm. What is that? Uh, 
Locomorta berta berta. Mortis. Yeah. Locomorta mortis. I hate that. Full body bind curse. <laughs> yes. This one I always want to read off as blue ball flames. <laughs> it's blue bell flames. I cannot tell you how many times it's I've looked at this. I'm like, <gasps> oh, wait, blue bell. And then I look at it again. I'm like, oh, my. Oh, blue bell. It create is. blue balls or to get rid of blue balls? Create them. Okay. Harsh. <laughs> blue, blue lollies. Bell flames. Fetus deletus. <laughs> Curse, Curse of the bogeys. It was mentioned in the first class year by uh, Quirrell. I okay. don't remember this happening. No. But it's in there. I don't know. Uh, anti-cheating spell. Mm-hmm. And the vanishing spell as a possible whenever uh, they were at the zoo and the mm. the glass disappeared. Yes. They're saying that this could have been the vanishing spell, which it could be. Well, I mean, what else would it be? I don't know. Magic. <gasps> What'd you say? List of magic. <gasps> magic. List of deaths. By least first. Quirrell. Least caring. Man, he was... <laughs> Less amount of fucks given. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was more information on his background. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. That's why I think I I like um, Half-Blood Prince so much because we learned so much about who Mm -hmm. Tom Riddle is. Yes. And the Gaunts and everything. I love that book. Yes. So so good. good. And I, I like knowing why the bad person is so bad. I don't Mm -hmm. want to necessarily sympathize with them, Mm -hmm. but I want to know what made them so evil. Mm -hmm. Um, And with Quirrell, it was just like, oh, he's just a bad... He went from muggle studies to defense. He went on vacation. And he saw Voldemort. That was it. He went on vacation. He came back. He thought he was so much better than all of us. But no, now he just has a stinky head. Yeah. Before that was James Potter mm-hmm. with the Killing Curse. And uh, lastly was Lily Potter. Do we think we, how about, do we think Lily knew what she was setting up with Harry when she stepped in front of that? I don't think she did. Or do you think it was just instinct? I think it was just instinct. Yeah. You know, when I, I if I'm driving and somebody is in my passenger seat. And you have to throw on the brakes. You yeah, just reach you just out. put your hand out there. Yeah. It's just I go reaction. for my cup first. Okay. Because <laughs> I usually have coffee and water there. Gotcha. No. <laughs> I usually just have my backpack in the seat because yeah. I mostly drive by myself. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, I got to save that backpack. I got to save that Puff Puff backpack. Yeah. It's just a reaction if. You know, I would do that if you were in the car next to me or if the child was in the car with me. Yeah. You know, I'd want to save them even in as little as possible of what I think I could accomplish. That is true. I, I will take that back. If I have a kid in my front seat, my first, well, yeah. I grab them. If I'm by myself, I'm grabbing my drink. Right. I, my purse I will fall to much. the floor. <laughs> um, I think she was just saying, so... Hunger Games. Um, the night before the games start, Peta and Katniss are on the roof. And he goes, if I'm going to die, I want to die as myself. I don't mm-hmm. want to die as a piece of their games. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he wants to keep his core beliefs of who he is. Yeah. Lily's core beliefs is, you know, her being such a good person. She's always talked about how 
great she is of a person. Mm-hmm. And in her last moments, she is going to do the, she's going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And she's going to protect her son, if even for five more minutes, by standing in front of him. Yeah. And that was my next thing, is that even if it was instinct, what good is this going to do if she doesn't mm-hmm. know what she's doing? Right. You know? It's, as long as, you know, I'm going to do what I can for as long as I can. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay me. Even if... I stand in front of Harry and I die and he dies in five seconds after me. I'm going to know until my last moment, I was doing whatever I could to protect this little boy. Do we, do we know or think Lily and James knew that Voldy was coming after Harry or if Harry or Voldy was coming after Lily and James? I don't think, was it known that Voldemort was after the baby? Yes, because Snape heard that part of the prophecy, the boy, the child born at the end. Right, but did Voldemort, did Lily and James know that? Yeah, because uh, Dumbledore was told that prophecy by Trelawney in her job interview. But do you think Dumbledore would have told? I think the Dumbledore would have said, like, maybe you should. Y'all better hide that baby. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, it's not like... It's kind of like a package deal, like when you're married. Like, if you invite me, Matt's going to be there. <laughs> Unless you it's like that thing up there. Don't tell anyone. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have news to my best friend. <laughs> yes. Sister doesn't he count. doesn't count. Sister um, does I mean, not it's count. it's not like they were going to ship him off somewhere and, you know, to be like, I hope you make it, bud. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it almost didn't matter if it was for the boy or for the parents. Mm-hmm. Just... Yeah. They all fall under this. My thought process was my thought process was that if Harry's parents didn't know that Voldemort was going after Harry, then Lily might be standing up, you know, protecting Harry by, you know, standing up, take me now, mm-hmm. and maybe he'll just walk away from Harry. Well, she does plead. She says, take my life, not his. Right, but then that's proving that she didn't know that Voldemort was yeah. after the baby. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out in a later book. <gasps> I've never read these books before. Me neither. Know. We'll like, find I out. I've read them before. <laughs> I will say it's been a while, so some of yes. this is new again. Yes. So that was book one. Yeah. It was really good. It was. It was. Doing this. Same piece. 17. I know. Next up, we're going to watch the movie. Yes. Kind of go through our thought process there, what we like, mm-hmm. what we don't like, what was different, what was the same, that mm-hmm. we're glad that it was the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, changes, bad changes. Yeah. And then we do have an episode for randomness, maybe things that we forgot about. Yes. If you guys think that we talked a lot now, Ooh, we're just cutting a lot of stuff out because we <laughs> forget. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> I love when I get into my car and I turn out of your little division. I know. Like, God damn it. I did that <laughs> last time and the time before. I was like, motherfucker, the burrow. I have to yes. talk about the burrow. And then we just. And then I was going to write. I was going to do it tonight. Uh-huh. And then I we realized that we're going to cover the burrow in chapter three of the next book. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just going to wait and then forget <laughs> then. I can't cool. wait. I hope not because awesome. you're covering that chapter. <laughs> I better not fucking forget. <laughs> Uh, Abby, yes. What are your wins for the wi- for the week? Blah, 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 blah. Let me start that over. 
Abby, yes. what are your witchy wins for the week? Well, Sarah, my witchy wins, um, it is kind of an overarching, it's a big umbrella of okay. wins. Oh. So just, just go with me on this. Got it. My witchy wins are myself and my growth. Um, I have been, so uh, two, three, four years ago, I don't know. Um, mental health, ATL, worst it was ever been. Mm-hmm. Got better, got on antidepressants, anxiety, went to therapy, got a PCP, not the drug, uh, a primary mm-hmm. care physician. That's Thank boring. you for thinking that I know where to get PCP. I have it even ingested. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Do I go, do I Google it? Sure. Um, You're braver than me. No, I would never. <laughs> um, three, four years ago. I would not have been able to mentally handle doing this podcast. This is actually a lot of work. So much work. There's a lot of homework involved, there people. A like, a lot. Um, so being able to challenge myself into doing this with a commitment, like 17 episodes, 17 weeks, that doesn't sound like a lot in the so over <laughs> our yeah. series, but that's a good amount of stuff that we've it is. done. And there oh, yeah. are many a nights where I'm like, I got to stay up and I got to finish this. You go ahead this is like a daily thing for yes. us. Yeah. So I like that I have challenged myself to do something that is enjoyable. It's fun. It's creative, but it's also very hard. It's very difficult. <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, difficult. Don't say the word hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's very um, challenging, but for all the good ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to Joe about something with turning 30 because I turned 31 a couple weeks ago and I was like I didn't know I was going to make it to 30 so I was fine with turning 30 mm-hmm. and I have decided you know I'm going to change the things that I'm not happy with and the things um and then some things I'm just going to accept how they are oh yeah um I I'm going to tell you off the air more but I'm like I want to get a fucking bikini. I want a two-piece swimsuit. Yes. Like, when I went to Holiday World with the Fab Four, like, I had a one-piece because it's all uh, I had. Yeah. And when we had our sleepover the night before, Sid and Shell were like, oh, I have a two-piece. I'm like, fuck, I want to go to Target and get a two-piece. Yes. And I would have never worn a two-piece anywhere before. Wait, like, did you go? Did you get I a two-piece? No, I ended up staying with a one-piece. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, I then got very high. Um Priorities. <laughs> I would always wear shorts that go to like my knees. Mm-hmm. And now I am like wearing cutoffs that go much higher. Mm-hmm. And just the confidence and the acceptance that I have. Um, I try to support myself with queens and people who, you know, have like minding. Mm-hmm. Um, so my witchy win is for how I have grown as a person and then being able to. Um, do more with my life to stay like with positive things around me and this podcast, because this has been a lot of fun doing this with you. And I just like nerding out with you. Abby, I'm very proud of you and your growth. You have definitely come a very long way. Don't make me cry. And it's been a very, very fun 17 plus weeks. (laughs) It's definitely been more than 17 weeks. Yes. Because we thought about it a long time before we pulled off this Band-Aid. Dad started um, 
want to say bullying us, <laughs> um, lovingly nudging us in a parental fashion, uh-huh. uh, maybe like November or something. Yeah. Of last year. Yeah. So. You should get that bikini. Oh, um, I want to. I have one one piece. Mm-hmm. Which I'm very sorry to my parents right now, but the backside is basically a thong, nice. <laughs> which I fucking love it. Yeah. And then the rest are two pieces, and mm. I very, very, very rarely wear the one piece, mm-hmm. just because I just feel better in the two piece yeah. now. And Grace, actually, she is my middle daughter. She's all about the body positivity. That She's so, so great. She's so pure. I was to going know what Grace is uh, like. Um, the movie Shazam with Zachary Levi that mm-hmm. came out a couple of years ago, you know, it's the person who is the most pure and the most good hearted. Mm-hmm. I was like, that would be Grace. Oh, yeah. And Matt's like, that would be Alexa. So, I mean, we picked yeah, both of them. Children. Yeah. Sophia's scary. She's, she's fabulous, but she's evil. Yes. <laughs> she, um, I was going to go to Kroger or, and Chris, he was like, right, let's take the motorcycle. And I was like, oh, I'm wearing shorts. He's like, why can't you wear those? And I was like, oh, my cellulite's going to be everywhere. And Gracie, she like stops mid-track. She's like, mommy, everybody has cellulite. Mm-hmm. Wear the shorts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can never say those words again. Yeah. And I was like, you are so right. Yeah. So now I wear my fucking shorts all the time on the bike. Nice. I mean, I was um, thinking of like a while ago, I was like, what about me? Not my personality. Cause I, I know I have a great personality. Okay. <laughs> Talked about it all the time in high schools. And it's like, Oh, she's got a great personality. <laughs> I was like, I know I have a great personality. I have a great sense of humor. I have a great laugh. Like what physically about me do I like? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I like my boobs. Cause they're very big. Um, and I was like, but what else other than that do I like? And I was like, Fuck, I fucking love my thighs. Yeah. Like, I love, they, there is no thigh gap. There is a thigh dent because they, like, rub together so much. But I'm like, these honkers can hold so many kitty cats on their lap. That's true. Like, it's taken me a very, very, very long time to undo all of the negative things that I have been taught growing up by society and Mm -hmm. by everyone. But... And it, I'm never going to be, like, the best, you know, at, mm-hmm. I'm always going to have the bad days. Mm-hmm. But just, just so be, much better. It's amazing what your thought process changes to mm-hmm. when you just learn to change your mind to accepting. Yeah. You know, I work out every single day, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely not, like, model body. Mm-hmm. But you I'm. a bitch. I'm very, very comfortable in the body that I have. It's very strong Mm -hmm. and I'm good with that. And I don't go to the body or I don't go to the gym to torture my body. I go to the gym to celebrate what my body can do. Yes. And I wrote out a gratitude list about my body a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. I'm like, instead of thinking like, oh, I'm so overweight. I'm so fat. I'm like, my body is like keeping me stored for winter Mm -hmm. or like... It's keeping me full throughout the day. Zombie apocalypse. It, yes. I was like, it shows that I have money to spend because I can. That is very true. That's the way it was food. back in the day. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sarah, what is your witchy win? So you and I went to a cornfield of a high school. Holy fuck. 
fuck that high school. And sucks. it was, um, I don't want to say it was filled with hatred, but to anybody that was part of the LGBTQ plus community was mm-hmm. very much shat on. Mm-hmm. So this week is homecoming for my kids, for mm-hmm. four, three of my kids. And they told me that um, they have their homecoming, homecoming court and that the band family of the kids, they all round up and they um, nominate kids that are in the band to make sure that they are all recognized. Love that. And in the freshmen, um, I won't say any names, but they nominated a non-binary. Oh. Oh, when I heard this, I was like, I am definitely going to cry next time I yeah. see them. Um, cute, cute kids. They're all so, so strong. And to have that much guts at mm-hmm. that age. Yeah. Hats off to them, man. Yeah. That's, and then to all of their friends and the entire band. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys are way cooler than what yeah. we were in high school. Yes. There's, I mean, I remember kids in my grade that were part of the LGBTQ community and we, everybody was so mean to them yeah. and it was so sad to watch. And, and now they're just, um, they're, they're way more accepting. So accepting. I remember um, we were talking about this, um, a couple, a bit ago, the fab four of us and Joe, is gay and he did not come out until he was in college or so. Okay. And he's like, you know, I, he's like, I got made fun of all the time. Yeah. But this other guy who was also gay did not get made fun of, but oh. he was already out. And he's like, did him coming out, give him the power. But then he's, Joe's like, I wasn't ready to do that yet. Mm. So it's such like a, mm-hmm. I want to control everything but if i'm not ready to say it i'm not ready to say it oh no yeah yeah so it's like where do you go from there but i do love like i love going to the guard competitions and seeing um guys in yes in guard like that would have never happened and that just shows how open yeah not only the students are but the school is as well yeah yes i think we still have a long way to go but Mm -hmm. Like, when you look back, we have come pretty far. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm very, um, very pleased with everybody. Good. Yeah. Good for them. Yes, for sure. You guys should tell us your witchy wins. Yes. You can uh, send it to us on Instagram or Twitter or email. Abby, where can we find the pod? <laughs> so, the podcast can be found on Twitter at until the very pod. Our email is until the very end podcast at gmail.com. And on Instagram, it is until the very end pod. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> my other witch you went is I'm just I nailed agreeing. all of the social media tonight. <laughs> I'm just agreeing. I'm not really sure. Uh-huh, that sounds right. Uh, if you want to find me, Abby, um, on social media, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Babs Gilmore. Sarah, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Sarah's. Fuck. Is Sarah Smiles? Is it Sarah? Yeah, Sarah Smiles eighty three, and Twitter at Sarah underscore bit eighty three. I think that's all right. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, guys. You can find one of us. And the other ones of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, if you guys could, we 
are truly enjoying this and we do want to continue this and grow. So please rate, review, subscribe to this anywhere that you listen to podcasts until all of your Harry Potter friends or maybe your friends that just like to talk as randomly as we do. (laughs) This is for the Harry Potter nerds. This is for the people who are like, oh, I just want to hear, you know, two women just talking in my ear for an hour and a half. This is really for everybody. Yeah. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have ears? We love it. We love it. Do you have headphones? Great. Okay, cool. That helps too. (laughs) It does. Um, But yeah, I'm excited that we finished the first book and now we're going to be moving on to the second one soon. Yeah. Yay! Cool. You'll stay with me? Until the very end. Bye! Bye! I love that both of us almost cried during our wishy wins. <sighs> yes. Stop it. Also, I did have here, good God, those jelly beans. <laughs> In case you talked about the jelly beans. Oh, God. Because <laughs> Dumbledore was like, I haven't really had these since I had vomit flavored ones. Have you tried the vomit flavored one? No. I had it on accident once. Dude. The smell... As- haunts me to yeah. this day okay one i don't like jelly beans all no, that much them. and then once i started reading all of the flavors i was like oh i'm okay mm-hmm. without actually eating these i just want the box i say if we ever hit like so many listens or subscribers or something do a like do a video of us eating them um yes. but that, that'll be a reward for the listeners done but Veronica and I had a vomit flavored one on a trip in St. Augustine and like it haunts me to this day. I was like fucking nine or ten yeah. when that happened. And then two decades ago. He had it in front of Harry and he got fucking earwax. But he didn't even react to it. That's the worst part. Has he yes. eaten this before? Yes. How does he know what it tastes like? Exactly. <gasps> oh, and I just burped during that too. Gross. Ugh.